pushing pushing the elevator buttons with my elbow and opening doors with my dick. I'm tired of it. I don't mind it. This is not a break. Gosh, it makes me wish that I had some elevator buttons to push with my elbows. I live in a house. I don't have to go in an elevator. That's good. Note my subtle bragging. (laughs) It's in Philly. No one's (laughs) no one's offended. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Kidding. You can always turn off the light switch with your butt. So, uh, Captain, it's difficult for me to hear you. You sound like you're underwater, but I can hear you well enough where we can do the show. And I also know that your sound quality is is great because I listened to last week's episode with my boyfriend, Lucas, who was off the rails last week, I have to say. Oh, boy, I didn't listen to that one. Did you all have a fun time? We did. We did. But... uh, Lucas was very uh, high-spirited. Oh. He was manic. <laughs> I figured by <laughs> that lovely euphemism. Well, I hope he's okay. Yeah, uh, it's it's very difficult for him to isolate. Uh, you know, me, uh, there's a reason why I was the hermit card in the New York City tarot deck. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's different for me. And I also have my mom here. You know, I'm taking care of her. But uh, she's also company, you know. We talk mm-hmm. during dinner. I make dinner as, like, as special and spectacular as I can because mm-hmm. uh, she can't get out at all. And it's something that she looks forward to. I do want to point out. Are that. you living with anyone, Scooter? I'm very lucky. I have a roommate, and she's really fantastic. And, um we get along wonderfully, and she is still employed. I am not. She um, is a freelance writer and edits a, an art website, so she works most of the day. And then we hang out at night. So um, we read Jane Eyre to each other at night, and we both paint, and it's very cozy. And it's interesting because I just moved in here a few months ago, so we didn't really know each other very well. Now we know each other quite well. And she has nice. a little dog, and we take short walks with the dogs every day it's really um you got to be stuck with somebody it's a pretty ideal situation i'm i'm curious about people who are like isolating with their like romantic partners and if that's like it seems really great on one hand because you have someone to do it with and hug and love but it also seems like it might be very hard Catherine, you want to speak to that well i'm hearing a lot of uh like i listen to different shows talking about divorce rates and kind of telling people not to get a divorce right now. A lot of people complaining about people just blinking loudly or like walking loudly. Um, and apparently in China, there were a lot of divorces during that were then reversed after that said, Oh um, yeah. <laughs> that said, I could tell you that uh, I thought it was awesome until in my opinion, he just decides to be in a bad mood. But I could be wrong. Maybe I'm the one in a bad mood and I don't know it. But uh, it, it's good to not be alone. But then there are moments where it's good that there's space in this apartment. Hang on a second. Back it up for a second. I just did an interview with you for my talk show. And I didn't know that you have someone living there with you. I guess I haven't actually seen you in a long time. You have, some, you have a boyfriend living with you? Yes. Oh. Give her, give her the whole story. All of it? Yeah. Give me the short version. You do it, Faceboy. It'll be funnier for me. The short version is he started out as a catfish. Now they're living together. <laughs> <laughs> that's all, that's a thing that could only 
only happened to Catherine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How romantic. So was it like you thought he was one guy, but he ended totally. up being someone that you liked better? No. Um, it was like lying about, yeah. I don't know what better, but still. Lying, yeah, lying about like age, life experiences, every single thing. Um, but then just Why like, did he do that? Because all of the truth was not flattering. Like, you but know. you were okay with the truth. I didn't think I would be, but because I wasn't given, like, a real fake identity, if that makes sense. Like, I wasn't given a picture, so I still had to mm-hmm. make up an image in my head, and I still had to, like, look at people and be like, if it's that person, would I still be attracted to them? If it's that person, would I still be attracted to them? Um, the fact that I didn't have an idea of what they looked like made it less jarring when you find out everything. But you know what he looks like now, right? Or does he, like wear a sheet over his head no (laughs) i don't know what he looks like yet no i definitely know what he looks like (laughs) um but that happened i guess almost a year ago i found out who he was it was in may that i like found out his real identity and you said come live at my house not immediately um but (laughs) it went from like we were talking all the time to me finding out he wasn't who he said he was, to me being mad and not wanting to talk to him, to then missing that presence in my life and then thinking, well, maybe, you know, I know who he is. Maybe he could just be, like, a friend because, like, we do talk a lot. And, like, I do feel safer being on the phone going from point A to point B. And he does seem to have a lot of time because he's not a 30-year-old. He's a retired 60-year-old, you know? So he's got time (laughs) Uh, to, like, walk me from point A to point B. So we stayed as friends, but then I was still attracted to him. So well, that's good. Yeah. This sounds like a happy ending. This actually sounds like a good plot for a movie. Are you writing the screenplay yet? Um, for it? I, I do write hilarious things that he says, like a list of quotes. <laughs> but uh, I have What's the also... thing that he said? Oh, man. Um, I forgot what it was. But like, what is it with you and all your New York butt fuckers? Like, why do y'all talk about butt fucking so much? <laughs> that's actually a really good question why do we talk about butt fucking stuff you know what the last like one of the last purchases i made at a store before all of this started was um butt plug. A, th- a three pack of, of butt plugs <laughs> three a three pack of butt plugs yes nice <laughs> oh man not one but that's three. gonna come in handy during yeah. isolation yeah you know well i was i was visiting i was visiting someone that i care about very much we went to the um, the sex toy emporium and got the three pack. Where? Got the three pack. You know, one one for the other person, one one for me, and one for me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Where is the emporium? Is this like a special place? Oh, it was just like one of those like large suburban sex toy stores. It was very nice. Nice. I know when I was. I love that instead of instead of answering the question, we go immediately into talking about butt stuff. <laughs> Which question? <laughs> That's what we do on this podcast, isn't it? I thought the question was butt yeah. stuff. Did I misunderstand? What? What was the question? Why do you New Yorkers talk about butt fucking all the time? Um... Because the rent prices are always fucking you in the ass, right? 
don't know. <laughs> I haven't lived in New York in four years. No, they are. Hey, folks, buy condoms. Like next time you're you're out somewhere to buy condoms, like at at a drugstore, buy them, buy them, buy them. They're uh, the the largest company of condom manufacturers in the world. They supply eighty percent of condoms to different to like directs and all these other places. They were shut down for a while. Millions and millions of condoms were not being made. And oh, you know shit. when this thing is over, so many new people. <laughs> people are going to be fucking. I got yeah. a 36-pack of condoms last week. Oh, good. Yeah. Imagine a world without condoms. Um, I mean, there, we would probably, there would be other, I don't know, I don't know how, like, uh, I don't know anything about uh, how diseases start, but, like, probably a bunch of new STDs would be invented. I don't know. Because people would find weird ways to, like, come up with a barrier that would add some sort of weird bacteria to everything. Ooh! We could yeah. play a game. Like, what would be the best condom substitute or barrier substitute? I was just imagining, like, maybe a fruit roll-up. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> I think it dissolves, but I'm interested in the Like, instead in of the a dental dam. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. they are kind of like fruit roll-ups. Or like a, hmm a stretchy one. I know I've heard of people using underwear and that's ineffective, which makes me also rule out any sort of nylons. Right. Yeah. Things can get through that. Yeah. Material. Yep. I just want to say I'm like lounging on my bed with the lights off talking to you too and it feels just like I'm in high school talking on the phone and this is like really fun. <laughs> so there is just like a great deal of silver linings to be found. Yeah, I'm lounging right now, too, and I'm about to have what I have one a week of, and it's while we're recording the show, a a uh, Nika. It's a, it's a really, really fine uh, Japanese whiskey. Nika, N-I-K-K-A, coffee grain whiskey. $82 a bottle. And work oh, as a fucking dime. Yep, I'm going to be so sipping glad. on that pretty soon. Hey, Faceboy, I can guarantee that exactly five years ago today, I can guarantee I was at your house drinking whiskey with you. Really? Yeah. <laughs> this is a story. Probably. Because that was, that was what we did a lot in those days. Yeah, but specifically yep. on April Fool's? I'm sure. Probably. We're hanging out all the time. Yeah. And, and, yeah, uh, Lucas, then Lucille, would have been in the picture mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah? Yeah, because it'll be six years that we've been together, That since six years since we met in August. Mm-hmm. But she, there were months and months of her dropping hints and me not getting it. And then it, we asked the Ouija board five mm-hmm. years ago, a little over five years ago, and then rest of history. I think you just got tired of me not getting the hints and you're like, just fucking tell her that you want to have sex with her and that you really care about her. Well, I don't know yeah. I really care about that's, her. That's but you're like, tell her that it's, that it's sexual too. Oh yeah, I did say that. <laughs> Even though I was constantly like wasted all the time, I occasionally had girls of wisdom. Yeah, we've been great for each other. I don't know how, I, I honestly don't know if we were forced to, you know, if she if she was here, uh, 
and we were living together, I don't know how it would be going. One I think it would be going well terrible. because we've, I think it would be going well because we've been in a really great place. But I'm not sure. You know, the pressures, mm-hmm. us both being mentally ill, the pressures mm-hmm. of, you know, not having, not being able to see other people at all, where, you know, the, the, the fear that everyone's dealing with, you know, the, yeah. the, the kind of, the things that would have to be imposed on her, you mm-hmm. know, going above and beyond because we're taking care of an 87-year-old woman. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Well, it's good that you don't have to be put in that situation. Yeah, but I miss him so much. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Like, that's a better feeling than no. enough. Yeah. Like, enough of your it's shit. It's nice to miss someone. I haven't had anything in my butt in weeks. I find not that even a, a Not even a dildo? I mean, I suppose I could. Not even the one that I gave you? I suppose I could. <laughs> it's okay. I got the three pack of butt plugs. I haven't used them. Really? Just haven't no. felt like it? Well, not not since I've been on my own. So yeah, I I haven't really been too motivated in that way. Mm-hmm. Was the three pack a planning thing? Like, oh, the apocalypse is coming. I better get a three pack, or was it just like, ah, oh, I'm getting a three pack? Purely and then coincidental. It okay. <laughs> yeah, purely coincidental. Do you feel you prepared as well as you could? Do you have hand sanitizer? Do you have toilet paper? Do you have? Yes, I I was um, upstate visiting my family right before the, the quarantine time started, and I had no idea it was going to be the way it was. I honestly, I came back to Philly thinking uh, we all thought like my job, and I'm a massage therapist, so <laughs> my job was still going to be open, and that other jobs were it was just like on a choice basis, like choosing to close, and then that very quickly changed when there was you know. Um, local uh, more more intense suggestions. Um, but that makes a hell of a lot of sense <laughs> to not be massaging people starting on um, March 14th. And uh, but fortunately, my roommate had been there, and she is very level-headed and responsible and well prepared. So we have not run out of toilet paper. We haven't had to go get more. Um, we've done a couple of like quick jumps to the store and the store has been remarkably orderly and stocked and not crowded and people keep their distance. It does feel a little creepy though. There's like a real horror movie feeling oh, yeah. to the whole procedure. How has it been shopping for you two? Well, I, because you know, this 87 year old situation and also a highly organized older sister, um, I I was uh I was getting prepared about a week before everybody else. Oh wow. So I had yeah, like a full week before everybody else. So I had everything I needed. When the panic shopping started, I didn't have to have anything to do with it. And uh just today, um oh yesterday Nancy said, you know, they're they're fucking behaving themselves at Trader Joe's. There's but the, you know, there is a line outside the store, but the people are staying six feet away from each other. They're not letting a lot of people in at a time, and they're completely stocked. So, and coincidentally, this was when I was getting low on a lot of the things that I like on a regular basis. Not necessarily shit I needed to survive. I could have mm-hmm. continued to survive for a while. But it's like, okay, now I can get the goat milk cream cheese. Ooh, that that's like. good. 
Yeah, it is. I can get, you know, some smoked salmon and some, and uh, what I, I got a bunch of stuff today that I like. And it was that I did not feel that I was at risk. Okay. So, yeah, I didn't have to be around the panic shoppers uh, that were, I mean, they were acting so fucking crazy. You know, one panic, uh, there was one day when I was, Around, I wasn't panic shopping, but I was around the panic shoppers, and it was, I think, one of the worst days. I remember it was about a Thursday, mm-hmm. and this guy in front of me is just grabbing everything, just grabbing shit. I mentioned this on the show before, and I look at him, and I know just by looking at him, this is not a guy that eats fucking trail mix. And I'm like, you're buying <laughs> fucking trail mix, and I know you never eat trail mix in your fucking life. You're never gonna eat that fucking trail mix. Leave it for a hippie. <laughs> Leave it for what? Leave it for a fucking hippie. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of that. A lot of choices being made that you, like you don't normally make. Like I got some kale salad and cereal. I don't. I don't really do that. I mean, I've I've tried. One thing, um, habit-wise, that's been interesting that I've been doing, and this sounds like I'm bragging, but I'm not. It's just like something to do that I've been doing every day since I've been home is lately I will pick a different um, 80s or 90s workout video on YouTube to do for exercise. And, oh, my gosh, I'm really getting into, like, the depths of, like, early 80s aerobics. And it's so pornographic feeling um, with, like, the song Leotard. Even, like, I watched this um, and did this Jane Fonda one. And just, like, the styling in it, it didn't even feel real. It seemed like a joke. And doing these, because they are, like, legitimately good exercises, um, it just makes it, because you're just, like, so puzzled and in wonder of, like, the production value the whole time. And then it's like, oh, wow, I was just working out for an hour. So I really recommend that. And plus, like, aerobics is really good right now, because it's, like, it's been so gray and rainy. I don't really want to take a lot of walks, so... Like jumping around in my bedroom, and it's good for the old endorphins. Me and Lucas had a uh, had a had a FaceTime dance party Monday night. Oh, that's so fun! What music did you dance to? Um, I chose uh, Desmond Decker's Israelites, and I also chose Bob Marley's Stir It Up. Mm-hmm. There's an interesting thing to to the dance behind that. The dance you're supposed to do uh, oh. to stir it up. And you're supposed to picture that you have, like, a wooden spoon stuck in your okay. butt and that you're okay. stirring a pot of soup uh, with your ass. And that's the kind of movement that you make. And you stir I'm it doing up. doing it right that's, now. That's, yeah, that's the dance you do. How many of I the dances in the stuff in your butt? Little darling, stir it up. <laughs> Fun dance, isn't it? Yeah, and here we go talking about butt stuff again. Yep. Much all New York butt fuckers. And she chose, uh, you know, more modern stuff. Well, that sounds very fun. It was. And we took our shirts off and everything. Nice. A little topless time. Topless FaceTime. Topless FaceTime. Topless FaceBoy time. And I think we're going to do that regularly. Sounds like a good idea. I should do that with friends, but maybe with my top on. <laughs> I'm out. And also, I had already months and months ago started 
a workout routine that didn't involve gyms or trainers. I can't afford a gym or a trainer, so it wouldn't matter. Um, but even the rec center, I could afford, but I decided I just wanted to do this shit by myself. Is so I have all of these different at home. What's that? Is it because they wouldn't let you play pickleball? Pickleball? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Scooter Pie. Um, when I first started to decided to exercise, I was like, you know, I'm an older person. What do older people do? And I found this game called Pickleball that they do at the rec center, which is sort of like a combination of, of uh, tennis and and, uh, and 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 table tennis. It's, it's a game that old people play. And That's right. I think I used to play it at summer camp, so I think children play it as well. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and I, I played once, and I was terrible because it was my first time playing. And then I went back, and and no one would no one would pick me. I was last picked at pickleball. Oh, no, how terrible. traumatizing! They're fucking super into it. But now, if I went back, because I'm getting jacked, I'll be like, "I'll pickleball your asses off." And then you'll stir it up. Yeah, stir it up. <laughs> and I gotta I'd, think before I saw a picture of you. I think on Facebook, and you had your your arms out, and I was like, "Damn." Somebody's been working out, so I noticed. You look great. You you commented on on Instagram, uh, yes. looking good. Yeah, I meant it. You look good. And and it was uh you know that's that's the kind of thing that that uh, helps me the next day when if I'm lacking motivation, I think about oh yeah, looking good. Yeah, good. I'm glad it helped. Mhm. But I didn't. And I, I didn't start. Oh, go ahead. I didn't put out any pictures. For months and months, I didn't want to do the 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 slow progress thing because then if I give up, it's like people get disappointed. Mm-hmm. They're like, "We're all we're all fucking cheering for you." But yeah, I've been I working. To... Go ahead. Yeah. No, I'm listening. Oh no no no! You weren't done. This is this is the tricky part. We don't have have nonverbal. I know. I know. Well, the program <laughs> I'm doing that I started about a year ago, but very, very slowly, was designed specifically for fit as fuck at 55. So that's less than seven weeks to go. Nice. And I think, I think I'm, I think I'm going to actually have accomplished it. I think I'm actually going to be fit as fuck at 55. That's incredible. Good for you. So what type of, do you have equipment and like weights and stuff or what types of exercises are they? I do have eight pound weights. Uh, I started for the for the push-ups, for example, mm-hmm. I, I was like, I'm gonna start small. I did ten, and just ten hurt the next day. So I said, fine, eight. I started with eight. Today I did 45. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'll be doing 45 uh, this week, and and eventually I'm gonna get up to 50 push-ups, 50 crunches, uh, uh, arms going. Uh, it's it's hard to describe, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but weights, uh, also I'm doing, um, squats and then the squats I've modified. I was doing a squat and a jump, but mm-hmm. that just didn't work for me. It was too fucking awkward. And also I don't want to do any impact stuff because I started doing, um, jumping jacks and it was not good for my knee. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm not doing any impact exercises. And you know, it's there's no guide out there for people my age wanting to get in shape. 
you know, there's fucking pickleball that doesn't really do yeah. much for you. Or there's then, like CrossFit. I don't know about that. <laughs> That's much. Uh, people my age that have never fucking really seriously yeah. tried to get into yeah, no, shit before. There's nothing there. There's been, like, nothing like, there. Yeah, people that have been nonstop, like obsessively, like, there's like, yeah. yeah, not for people who are just starting out. Right. So I think I'm basically designing this program, which also includes diet changes, like what to eat at what time to optimize, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fucking cool, and I guess you you know we're starting to see the results, and I really like it. Yeah, that's so cool. It sounds like you could be onto something, like developing a thing to share with other people. I'm journaling all of it. Awesome. So uh, you know, someone is checking me out and learns about this story and interested in fucking giving me a book deal. Mm-hmm. It's all there. Sounds like that would be a really good book. And it's all there, so also, there. Also, with all, all, also with my doubts and the times I wanted to give up and the months that I saw absolutely nothing, no progress whatsoever, months. Mm-hmm. It's all there. How long have you been doing this program? Well, it started really on a day that you're familiar with because I called you that day. Oh, okay. April 26th of last year, when I woke up, I had been up most of the night partying, um, and my sister Nancy came over at 11 a.m. That, that April 26th. I was still fucked up. I had to get my mom to an appointment at 2, and for the first time ever, I questioned my ability to get her there safely. And I said, I can't do this anymore. This is not good. I have a human being I'm responsible for, and I have myself that I'm responsible for. I can't do this anymore. And that's when it started. You're one of the people I called. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad you called me that day. Me too. Cause look at me now. <laughs> yeah. I like your book idea, but uh, also consider making it a workout video with a spandex thong. Okay. I mean, you can 80s. bring back the 80s aesthetic because people love to see that. Well, we are more than halfway through this show, so it is time for a song, and this song is going to be really, really special. Uh, what we're singing today is I Love Rock and Roll. It was written by Alan Merrill, who was a friend of mine. Um, and he, he, he died of the coronavirus on just last Sunday. It's, uh, it's, it happened so, so fast. Alan was a really wonderful man. He was so sweet. I remember him coming to my place on Thompson street with Reverend Jen and, uh, and we'd sing, he played my dad's guitar and we'd sing Beatles songs together. And, you know, I, I, I miss him so much and I've cried a lot about it, but I also recognize like, who gets that in their life? Who gets a rock legend in their home playing their dad's guitar, singing your favorite band songs with you and harmonizing? And boy, I, I tell you, and he used to give free concerts in the East Village. He was just a very talented person, a very given person. And, uh, and, and uh, a little bit about this song. Uh, it, uh, it was actually written in response to uh, Mick Jagger's 
I know it's only rock and roll, but I like it. They were running in the same circles in London, and um, Nick, of course, was hanging out with more with royalty and that kind of stuff because obviously the Rolling Stones were doing a lot better than the Arrows. And and Alan thought, you know, what do you mean it's only rock and roll? I love rock and roll. Hmm. <laughs> and That's I encourage beautiful. I encourage both of you. I encourage you to sing along with the chorus. I encourage anyone listening to sing along with the chorus. I think it'll be cathartic. It's early enough in the evening. It's it's Saturday at 7.30. You, you can be loud. You can sing along with the chorus. You'll like it. You'll enjoy it. It'll be cathartic. So whenever you're ready, vape girl. All right. We won't be able to hear the music, uh, Scooter. Can you count it down so I can, because I have it here for myself. Okay. Um, quietly put it on. Sure. I'm going to press the button in three, two, one. No, it's not working.
respond. Vape Girl, you have some copy to read? You're it's... listening to Art Star Scene Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. Alright, guys. I want to say that at Radio Free Brooklyn, we always welcome new neighbors. Dashi, a new American restaurant and cafe specializing in Japanese and Asian comfort foods, just opened at 119 Ingram Street. That's only a few blocks from the Morgan L stop. Sorry, my machine is misbehaving. All right, we're back. They've got great dishes, noodles, rice dishes, small plates, salads, and if you want a hamburger or BLT, they've got that too. They're open every day from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. And if you can order, and you can order online through Grubhub, Postmates, or DoorDash. Check them out at dashibrooklyn.com and uh, welcome them to the hood. Let them know that RFB sent you. Speaking of RFB, friends, COVID-19 is disrupting everyone's lives now. And Radio Free Brooklyn is no exception. We want you to know that we have made every effort to ensure the health and well-being of our hosts, staff, and the community at large. We've closed our studios and canceled live events, but our hosts are still doing their best to continue bringing new original programming by broadcasting live and pre-recording from their home studios or by selecting the best pre-broadcasts of their past shows. With most of our revenue streams evaporated, we need your help. We realize you may be hurting too, but if you can afford a small donation, it would go a long way toward helping us stay on the air. There are three ways you can help. First, you can give a one-time monthly donation by going to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org donate. There you'll find some great t-shirts, mugs, and other swag that we'd like to send you to say thanks. You can also use your phone to text RFB Give 5. That's number 5, RFB G-I-V-E 5 to 444321. It only takes a moment, and you'll be able to use your digital wallet for your donation. Finally, if you shop on Amazon, you can go to Amazon.com slash smile and register Radio Free Brooklyn as the nonprofit you wish to support. When you do, a percentage of your sales will go to RFB, and it will cost you absolutely nothing. No donation is too big or too small. Whatever you can afford will make a huge difference. We thank you from the bottom of our hearts and wish you all our listeners health and happiness as we weather this storm together. We also have a newsletter. Do check that out at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter. And if you're smart, download this app and you can listen to us on the go. This is Radio Free Brooklyn. I am, I am not going to be asking for support this week uh, because I'm doing okay. And there are a lot of people who are having much more financial hardship than I am right now, and that's saying a lot. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know how to process this. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm like fucking always talking about how damn poor I am, and yeah, sure, I'm still damn poor. But listen, if you're someone who used to go to see a sex worker and now you're wisely not, send them some money. Take care of them. Uh, Damn right. Yeah, yeah. You, you want to speak to that? Um, yes, I just want to second that and say, yes, sex workers are out of work right now. And everybody is saying, like, oh, you can just do Skype sessions or phone sessions. But not, not everyone can do Skype sessions or phone sessions. And also, for example, I, because I am a dominatrix, as we all know, also, um, I have been advertising for Skype sessions and nobody has been interested and I've had my phone line on and nobody has called because I think 
um, clients are like home with their families and they aren't able to get away to participate in their activities. Right. So you can still send money. Yeah, you can still send money. Where can people send you money, Scooter? Um, they can send me money to uh, 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 Venmo at K-I-L-E-Y dash, like the line, horizontal line, <laughs> O-R-A-M. One more time. Venmo at K I L E Y dash O R A M. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. It's it's you know I know that uh, people uh, who do massage, people who do the dominatrix stuff, all that stuff. I know damn well you're you're having an extremely difficult financial time. Yeah. Worse than me right now. Yeah, and um, it's a bummer too because it's a time when people really could use these services and could really use touch, but we've all just got to hug ourselves and our pets and and hang on. Allie is so cuddly. Good. I'm glad. Yes. Allie's been very cuddly. Well, if we're going to talk about cuddly animals, I'm not going to talk about how there are all sorts of sex toys where you can have remote sex with your lovers. Talk about some remote sex toys. They exist. Um, I think Love Ends or something like that is one of them. Where and, and then there are some more advanced ones where allegedly you can even feel the stroking of your partner. I don't know, but That's it's nice crazy. to believe. Yeah, but definitely Love Ends is something that, you know, one person will c- operate the controls and the other person will be have, an, have it inserted either vaginally or anally or both. Um and apparently it's super intense for some people. Um, wow. Yeah. That sounds nice. It is. I know that it works. I broke my first one, but <laughs> <laughs> I didn't break my second one. But I haven't, I don't, I'm not like officially on a fast, but I'm, I'm accidentally sort of fasting and kind of sticking with it from like all the sex toy stuff. Is that, are you giving up sex toys for Lent? No, it's not even on purpose. It's just like one day I didn't use them or like watch porn for a while. And then suddenly um, it was easier to get off. So I'm like, oh, I'm just, I'm just going to not do that. Oh, yeah. Porn I mean, I never watch porn and it's pretty easy for me. So mm-hmm. Porn sites are moving a little bit more slowly than usual. What? Oh, I bet they are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now it's not fucking, it's all making love because it keeps... <laughs> Loading. Yeah, no, I haven't. I have. I don't even know. I think I didn't quit it, but like I haven't really watched it in a yearish. Oh wow! Maybe. So many changes in your life. Yeah. I don't know if it's a year, but it's probably a year, because I just started, um, you know, sexy talking my catfish, and it was like kind of better than porn. And then the fucked up things that come up with in my head. They don't exist on the internet, so I just go there. See, that's what I think, too. It's like, if you use your own imagination, you can, like, immediately come up with whatever. But, like, if you have to, like, search for the exact thing you want to see, it takes a long time, slash, doesn't exist. Yeah, because you're always going to do something weird, like spit on a dick and then go down on it. Like, why? Why you got to do that? Mm-hmm. Eh. Hate spit. 
even before it was a thing. Oh my god, I was made for this apocalypse. I hate spit. I couldn't hear that last part. I'm saying like all the all of my quirks are exactly what can save us in this apocalypse. Like I hate spit. Oh yeah, yeah. You hate That's what? Absolutely true. Spit. Oh, you hate spit. Yeah. And that's one of the ways you get it. Like, if somebody is talking and spittle gets into, like, I mean, who knows how you really get it, but that's what they're saying today. Uh, it gets in your eye, your nose, your mouth, any sort of, you know, big wet hole in your face. Uh, you are now introduced to the virus. So spit is bad. The the, sheet, the shields, the hat shields are called anti-spit shields. What were you saying? I threatened someone with serious bodily harm for getting too close to me this week. What? Where were you? Yeah, I actually did that. Um, now, of course, I I'm not violent. I, I would. It's only in extreme self-defense or extreme defense of others. But this guy didn't know that. Your arms are getting and to you, face boy. You've changed. <laughs> 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 but this 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 squirrely guy that comes around my neighborhood every now and then. And he's kind of a pain in the ass. He's always, like, trying to bum cigarettes. Then he gets, like, really fucking, uh, uh, he, he, he acts like an asshole when, when I don't give him shit. Anyway, so. Is he the guy that previously um, scared you? No, he was never scary to me. Okay, so he's not that guy. No, he's not that guy. Um. And so I'm outside, and he walks, I'm sitting on my stoop, he walks past me so close, he almost touched me. And then he turned, and he smiled at me, like, yeah, I got that close to you. Oh, shit. So I got you up, sure and I said, I said, motherfucker, I'm taking care of an 87-year-old person and who's my mother. You fucking come near me again, I'll break you into a million fucking pieces. And, of course, if I, if I break him into a million pieces, I have to touch it. My mom has to do that. And he was scared out of his fucking mind. And good, because he needs to keep away from me. He can't get that close to me. I don't want to be someone who intimidates other people. But uh, uh, in this case, it was absolutely warranted. You know, he is, it is self-defense. He is putting my life at risk. He is putting an 87-year-old woman's life at risk. Mm-hmm. Have getting you that close. Have you seen And then fucking smiling about it. And do you, are you sure the smile was about that and not just like a, oh, hi, stranger? No, he knows I don't like him. Okay. So he was definitely being an antagonist. It's been established. Yeah. Yeah. It's been established. I don't like him. Lucas doesn't like him. Is, He's a prick. Is there any, like worry of any sort of crazy man retaliation or have you seen him since retaliation no okay good. no he is not gonna fuck he's not gonna come anywhere near me again all right good i just asked because i've i've got a i've got a phd in crazy what's that i've got a phd in crazy people mm -hmm. yeah no where did you go to school to get that life hard knocks <laughs> It was, uh, you know, just just all of my experiences thus far. I think I've told, I don't think I've told you about, like, the craziest. I can't even tell you on air. It's that crazy. Oh, why can't you say it on air? Is it too too hot for TV? I don't know. I mean, Facebook, you know it. 
Maybe you know, know your what? M one of my craziest. One of your craziest what? Nah, I'll tell. I'll tell you later. One of the craziest people. Okay. Yeah, I'll tell you later. Okay. Just cause. What about oh, one that's oh. like one notch less crazy than that that you can tell us? Okay. Um. Well, you know this already. The restraining order guy that uh wanted to like kill himself, and then because I wouldn't let him kill himself, he like called the cops, and then the cops were like, "He's crazy," and they took him in, and now I have a restraining order against him. Oh yeah. Yeah. That that was oh, just... that old thing. <laughs> yeah, that old thing. Um, I met someone and interacted, and it was crazier than that story, and I can't even say it on air. That's how crazy it is. I really want. It. You'll have to tell us another time. I will. Yeah, I've never dated restraining order crazy. Yeah, you have. You just haven't gone through the paperwork. <laughs> to be clear. Right. <laughs> Actually, yeah, you are right. I I, I have know. Restraining order crazy. Yeah, I know. Yep. <laughs> like I don't even know because I know specifics. I know because I know you. <laughs> I like crazy. I know. Why? Crazy fucks really good. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're right. <laughs> I don't True. think it's only that though. It's exciting. Yeah. I also think, um, I mean, do what you will with this, but I know like there's a guy that I used to hook up with, but before I hooked up with him, I needed to make sure that he was about as drunk as I was. Um, not in like a weird way. Cause we already consented. Like we knew that we were, you know, that was our a really a relationship, but I wanted to know that he was as drunk as I was so that I wouldn't say anything too crazy that would out crazy him. Oh, yeah. Hint. Yeah. <laughs> Hint. <laughs> I think we just don't want to be out. We just want to be with someone who outcrazies us. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to be, I I don't wanna wanna be, be the be, only crazy one. I don't, don't want to be, be the crazier one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be the crazier one. Yeah. Or the only crazy one. Yeah. yeah, or the only crazy one. Or the craziest all the time one. Or the crazy one that's the crazy mm -hmm. one majority of the time in a way that it's a problem. Yeah, so I think it comes from that. Just not wanting to be the crazy one. That makes sense. But I don't want crazy all the time, everyone. I've had I've had a lifetime of that. I've had enough. That's why I quit altogether when I did. Why you quit you dating for like why you quit dating for a long time. Oh yeah, yeah right. That which is when I last knew you, Catherine, you were like, I'm not dating. I'm never dating again. And now, you're like, oh, yeah, right. I have a boyfriend that lives up that lives with me. Well, we skipped a few steps in the past year. Yeah. <laughs> it's like those friends that say they're never getting married or having kids, and then they're married with kids, except, like, times a thousand and add a little pepper crazy. Pepper and a little. You know, like... I think it's really fun that people are able to change. I think it's really great. <laughs> Maybe. Or they were fucking lying to themselves to begin with. No, I don't think so. Um, no. I think it could change. be a change. People change. Definitely yeah. lots of changes going on. Like, uh, okay, like Lucille is now Lucas. That's a big change. I've talked about the changes that, that I've been going through. Uh, Catherine, your changes. What, what changes do you think you've gone through, let's say, just this last, this year? Me? Or yeah. Catherine? Oh, me. Yeah. Um, well, I got my massage, uh, professional massage license in July, and I started working um, as a massage therapist full-time. So that was a big change. 
And yeah. um, I got out of a relationship I'd been on in for several years in August. So that was a change. Mm-hmm. And now I live in South Philly, and I'm basically, like, essentially single, and that's a change. So these are all good things. You're, you're happy being single. I am, yeah. Okay, good. I mean, it's more complicated than that, but, you know. It always is. Yeah. We've got about six minutes left to the show. Um, and I'd like uh, both Catherine and you to share any resources you may have that maybe other people don't know about uh, for getting through this, you know, whether it be a, 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 a virtual happy hour or whatever it might fucking be, um, or a support group, whatever, whatever you may have stumbled on that maybe everyone else has not. Uh, if you have that to share, please do. Well, I'll say um, I'm a sober person, and I'm in, in a program of recovery. And um, what's been a huge help for me every day um, to have structure in my day and to stay connected to uh, the program I work and also um, all the people I normally see every day is online 12-step meetings. And um, thankfully, there's tons of them. It's kind of a fun time now because you can attend meetings of any 12-step program anywhere in the world right now. And if this is a good time, if you think that um, you have a problem with, you know, any type of substance like alcohol, drugs, there's like 12-step programs for so many different addictions. Now, I think it would actually be a good time to start a program because you could just like start going to meetings and it feels less scary because you're doing it virtually. You can just like check things out. You don't even have to share. You don't have to even show your face. You can turn off your camera. Um, I mean, there's, like, even, like, codependency, like, food stuff, you know, love and sex addiction. Um, so there's tons of resources for online meetings on the Internet. And, um, like, typically the meetings are done through Zoom, which is just a free, easy, you know, Internet conferencing thing you can even do on your phone. So that's my plug. Tell me more about Zoom. Um, It's just like a – it's like FaceTime, but you can do it with a bunch of people. And it's and, not. And know, doesn't cost anything. No, it's free. Okay, you're 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 doing some Zoom stuff too, aren't you, Catherine? I oh yeah. I have yeah. I did a, a a class on Zoom, and I've had some hangouts or meetings, and a lot of like different other classes on Zoom, and and ha- as well as like Google Hangouts. And uh, a group that I used to hang out with all the time, but then got they all everybody got busy. Um, is now doing like online Pictionary games or I don't know what it's called, but it's like Scribble or something IO or like whatever. So we're playing those games. Um, and then there's also a, a support number that I'm trying to find for anybody who's dealing with um, any of the like things that would happen to your mental health during a crisis like this. If you wanted to talk to somebody, there is a, a number to call that I'm going to continue looking up. And also I have a friend that is distributing masks He's making, he's 3D printing them and distributing them. So if you wanted to support him, um, I'll have this information, I guess, next week um, because I don't know how much information he wants me to give out about his personal name or whatever. But if you know me on Facebook, you can, I can put you in contact. Or if you email me at um, artstarscenradio at gmail.com or even dunson, um, storytelling at gmail.com, I can put you in contact with him and then you can get the masks that are hard to find right now. 
were about to say something else about Zoom, uh, Scooter? Oh, yeah. Well, I was going to say that I'm, um, you remember I used to have a live talk show called Good Night with Scooter Pie? Oh, Well, now I'm getting to um, revive it as a recorded distance <laughs> talk show. I don't know how it's going to end up working out. So I'm, I'm recording Zoom call interviews. I just did one with Catherine earlier tonight. Thanks, Catherine. And I'd love to do one with you, Faceway, at some point. We'll set up a time. And, uh, yeah, it's just, like, and unfortunately, like, I guess I could do, like, the four-people kind of format because it, it would work for that. But right now I'm just practicing, like, recording some one-on-one -on -one interviews, and I don't know if I'll, I'll do, like, a YouTube show or something, but I'm just gathering material now. But it's fun sure, to do. Sure, I could grab I could go up. You've seen my roof. I could go up on my roof. Yeah. Nice background. That would be wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll set up a time to do that. I'm thinking if this thing is still going on for my birthday, which it probably will, uh, May 16th, I'm thinking of having a social distancing party on my roof. Oh my god, it'll be your first birthday party in years. It would be my first birthday party since my 50th, yeah. Uh, do you want those numbers? For yes. That? Okay. New York State residents who could benefit from mental health support in the NY. NYS COVID-19 Emotional Support Helpline at 844-863-9314 and it's staffed from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. seven days a week with specially trained volunteer professionals who are there to listen, support, and refer if necessary. Also for individuals in crisis, the Putnam County Crisis Hotline remains open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and can be reached at 845-225-1222. Again, 845-225. Two 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 one two two two, and the National Pre uh, Suicide Prevention Talk Line continues twenty four seven at one eight hundred two seven three talk, which is eight two five five. Thank you, Scooter. Thank you, Catherine. Folks, please be patient with each other. If you see someone with an old dog, just take some time. Be kind to each other. Now is the time. And thank you all so so very much. Bye.